What's going on gamers? Welcome back to the Graveyard. I'm the Graveyard Gamer and thank you for joining me for this episode of Graveyard Gaming. Now in today's episode we are actually going to go down to the controversy corner because I want to talk about the biggest battle going on in gaming right now. That is Boulder's Gate 3 versus Starfield versus Spider-Man 2. That's right ladies and gentlemen, this insanely intense battle between these three games that is absolutely made up and ridiculous and perpetrated and pushed by the fanboys of Xbox that I like to call, and everybody else, the Xbots. Then we have what everybody calls the fanboys of Sony, and that is those Sony ponies. And guys, this is an absolutely ridiculous argument we are seeing online. Now, I'm not going to name any names of these social media influencers. First off, let me just say this. If your life is centered around going on to X, you know, formerly Twitter, and denouncing a game and a console because it's not your preference, and then knocking the people that enjoy that game or enjoy that console so that you can hope to get more people to click the little heart button to like you more, to get little subscribers, your life is pathetic and you are very, very sad. I'm sorry, I'm just being real because... I, look, I understand having a hot take. I get that. I've put those out there. Everybody's entitled to their opinion. But these fanboys, it's like they don't even care about gaming. It's all about the likes and clicks and the controversy that they stir. So more people see their stuff, so it drives up their numbers. And it's like, man, what a what a very sad life where your whole thing is to be a toxic person in the gaming community. And it has turned its attention to Boulder's Gate 3 to Starfield, to Spider-Man 3, and I'm going to break down how these games are competing against each other in this mind. It's all about this idea of rubbing it in each other's face, what you get and what you don't get. So first off, I want to talk about Starfield. Look, I'm a Sony guy. I do not have an Xbox. I don't have any plans to get an Xbox in the near future. However, that in no way, shape, or form is going to have me saying, yes, Starfield looks like crap. Because I have seen the Sony ponies come out with this narrative, and they have knocked Starfield. You know what they knocked Starfield for? Playing at 30 frames per second. And yes, let me just say this. I do believe that, you know, in 2023 years ago, before the launch of this console, both Sony and Xbox did come out and say, hey, 60 frames per second will be the new standard. And unfortunately, we just have not seen that in most games. But I'm also a realist to say, you know what? I don't think it really matters. And I'm also willing to give leeway when you have an extremely massive game like Starfield that, okay, there's a lot running under that hood. Maybe they can't always perform at 60 frames per second. I get that. But these people online, man, oh my word, these ponies act like that is the biggest sticking point. And how horrible that game must be because this little slight variation you might see or you might not see is going to ruin the game. Let alone ignoring all the amazing stuff this game has. Then Starfield comes out. Then Bethesda comes out, and they clarify, yes, there's going to be about a thousand planets that you can explore in this game. However, only a measly 100 will have cities, will have life, will have things to do on them. And the way that these Sony ponies sit there and react to that is just insane. So many articles, so many X's or tweets, as they used to be called, knocking it. And I just scratched my head like, okay, let's let's back this up, man. And I, look... I'm a guy, I absolutely loved Elder Scrolls, right? Oblivion, I love Skyrim, I love Fallout 3, I love Fallout 4. Now, I say all of that because those were all made by Bethesda Studios, right? Bethesda's this big publisher. However, it is their own studio where they make their, their games that they are known for. Those four that I just mentioned being some of the biggest of the last few years. So here's the deal. Of those four, there was one trophy in Skyrim 
that to discover a hundred locations. I want to be honest with you guys. I do have that. However, I started playing Skyrim on the PS3 in early 2012. I did not unlock that trophy for a couple years because, one, let's be real, when it comes to those games, I, like a lot of games, will spend a lot of time in the beginning. And I'll play and I'll do a ton of stuff. And then more games will come out. So I'm able to step away, play those games, and come back and forth throughout the year. That's where a lot of these, and I'll say this, the Xbox are pushing this game. Starfield is, you're going to start playing it September 6th, and you are not going to stop playing it until 2027. And reality is, that's wrong. Yes, there's going to be some gamers that that's all they play, but there's going to be a lot of gamers that go back to the game. It's not that they're going to play it nonstop. They're going to take a lot of long breaks from the game, but there's just such a massive game they can easily go back to it. So when Skyrim comes out, I say this to say I was that exact same way. And to get to 100 locations, it actually took me a couple years. In fact, I had beat the main story. I had actually completed the Civil War story. I had completed most of the guilds. And I had went to a ton of places. And that is just to show you what a hundred locations in a map can be and that's not to say i don't know how many i went to in oblivion or in the fallout series but i'm just saying like that's a lot now you take it to what they talk about with these planets planets a hundred of them i'm thinking huge settlements or if you're going to be able to go there and do stuff it means there's probably going to be a lot going on on that planet to kind of check out and explore there's a hundred of them gamers that is going to take up so much time the fact that Sony ponies are going, oh man, that's ridiculous, man. There should at least be 500. When would you ever have the time to do that? There's so many games coming out. Nobody's going to dedicate that time. And with all that being said, let's be 100% honest. Had this buyout not happened, or say it had been in reverse, or whatever you want to say, and ultimately there was going to be a PS5 version of Starfield, do you know what? This whole narrative wouldn't be taking place. Gamers on the PlayStation side would be absolutely stoked to play Starfield. I'll be honest with you. There's a part of me that is actually relieved that it's on Xbox and I can't play it. Why? Because my word, I don't know where I would find the time to play this game. That's not a knock on it. That's just me being honest. But if I had the option to play the game, you better believe it would be one of my top games that I want to play this year. So then we have to sit there and we have to also look at Boulder's Gate. Because now here's another thing. Like I talked about the Sony Ponies knocking a game. Now I'm going to talk about the Sony Ponies building up a game that is just absolutely built on ridiculous mindsets. For one, Baldur's Gate 3 is not, I'm going to repeat this, it is not a PlayStation exclusive. Okay? I'm a PlayStation dude. I'm very kind of interested in Baldur's Gate. I'm not going to say I'm going to rush out and buy it by any means. But I am interested. It's got a lot of hype behind it. It's got great reviews on the PC. I can understand why people are turning their eyes toward this game, something they probably wouldn't have looked at had it not been for the fact that Microsoft kind of saddled themselves with the Series S and that mandate that if it comes out on the X, it's got to come out in the S, and that has caused development issues for Boulder's Gate to the where the Xbox version is delayed. It's not canceled. It's not not being worked on. It is just simply put delayed. That does not make this a console PlayStation exclusive. Do you notice how Sony is not going out of their way to like wave a flag of like, yep, let's show a bunch of stuff for Boulder's Gate because this is our new exclusive? No, it's not. It's not on the same level as Final Fantasy 16, where all of a sudden, like, you know, Sony is like really building a lot of hype for it because Boulder's Gate has nothing to do with Sony in that mindset. It's not some exclusive. It's nothing that if you're a pony, Right? If you're a Sony phone and you're trying to wave that PlayStation flag, if you're sticking it in Baldur's Gate 3 and going, look at this, 
You got nothing to be proud of. That's the development team saying, hey, look, we don't want to delay it on PlayStation. We're going to go ahead and release it, and we'll, we'll release Xbox as soon as it's out there. It's a ridiculous, ridiculous mindset. Just like it's a ridiculous mindset for the Starfield players, for the X-Bots here, to attack Boulder's Gate, to knock it, and try to make it seem like the development team is doing something wrong because they can't get the Series S to be where they need it to be. It Look, at the end of the day, it is one of the biggest travesties. And my good friend Hulking Yoda over at Lost at Sea Gaming, a great gaming podcast right here on Spotify, says the same thing I do. Look, it is a less powerful system, right? That is what the stats are. That's what it's built for. It was supposed to be your step into next gen. It was a valued system, right? And it, look, for what it does, it's cool. But at the end of the day, it is not as powerful as the PS5. It is not as powerful as the Series X. I think it's absolutely ridiculous that when they talk about how many systems are sold, they lump the two together, right? It, it, it's mind-blowing. But at the end of the day, is it's causing issues with development for Boulder's Gate. And we have, we have Xbox developers sitting there with their hands on their hips going, well, you know what? All it takes is the right team to develop for it. Cool. But the people behind Boulder's Gate are trying to work on a PC version, they're trying to work on a PlayStation version, they're trying to work on the Xbox version, which now includes an Xbox Series X that they can maximize, and how they can fit it on the Series S, right? So the people, the Xbox, if you will, that are attacking Boulder's Gate and trying to make it seem like a less-than game, it's absolutely mind-blowing. Because, look, it doesn't take a lot to look at those two games and go, wow, they both look incredibly awesome. The one big thing I'm seeing a lot of Xbox do is try to downplay. And you know what? I, that's not fair to say. I've seen Xbox do it, and I've seen Sony Ponies do it, where they try to downplay the other game. Like, Baldur's Gate 3 is not an RPG. It's a less than. Or Starfield is just a whack RPG. No, they are both RPGs. If there's one term in gaming that people don't fully understand, it's RPG. People think of RPG, and they decide that it is... X game with RPG is an entire umbrella term because look here's the deal Starfield is a true RPG right but guess what so is Final Fantasy 16 and all the other Final Fantasies before it so is Baldur's Gate it just happens to be mechanically a different type of RPG it is a role-playing game whether you're creating your character or you're filling in the roles of this character and you're growing with them. That is what a role-playing game is. It's a big umbrella term. So some people don't like that. They don't get... I have for years sat there and myself championed the fact that Red Dead Redemption 2 is Rockstar's closest version of an RPG that they will plan on doing because you lived the life of Arthur Morgan. You controlled every the way the slow movement of picking things up. You see what I'm saying? Like It's not just a this is what an RPG is and this is how games are. It's not just a turn-based game or a build your character game or customize all this. It is when you are living the life of this character, whether you created it or not. And that is what both of these games do. But let's talk about the other game in this equation. And that is the true PlayStation 5 exclusive this, honestly, this fall. And here's the deal. We're seeing people on the Xbox side sitting there attacking it. And they're comparing those stats, man. Those stats for their... You know, they're Bethesda's massive open universe RPG, those thousand planets versus Spider-Man 2, and it's same old city, been there, done that. Same map. <laughs> Gamers, look, if you don't know the difference between what Spider-Man 2 is as a game, you know, a third-person action-adventure game versus Bethesda's huge, sprawling, open, we'll say world, but universe RPG, I don't know how to 
how to make that equal. You can't make those games on the same equalness because it's comparing apples and oranges. For the people on Xbox side, when you get annoyed that they sit there and they talk about 100 planets and you're like rolling your eyes like, yeah, 100 planets, that's a lot to do. Guess what? Spider-Man's going to be in New York because that's what an integral part of Spider-Man's lore is, is that city. He's a New York boy. That's a big part. We're getting the boroughs. We're getting a story that we're super stoked for. We're getting awesome gameplay. We're getting all of these things that we want. And no, it's not going to be as massive as Starfield, but it doesn't need to be. We don't need to force every game into that Starfield box because at the end of the day, just like I say with Boulder's Gate 3, how it is being hyped up by Sony ponies because it's something they can rub in the face of Xbox players. Like, we get it first. It's a quote-unquote exclusive that it's not. Listen, Starfield, I have to say it, I feel like a lot of these social media influencers, these sad, sad people, man, really sad people, that sit there and build up Starfield, ladies and gentlemen, these are going to be the first people that load that game up on Game Pass, play for a little bit to take their little screenshots, to stroke their little fires of the console war, see what we can do. Look at this map. Look at this new planet I went to. And guess what? They're going to move on and they're going to play something different. The moment the next big game comes out, Starfield gets put away and it never comes back to it. Not everybody. I'm talking these influencers. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the most ridiculous argument that has been going on for the last several months is Boulder's Gate versus Starfield versus Spider-Man 2. It is absolutely mind-numbing, annoying going on to X, formerly known as Twitter, or Reddit, or anywhere online just to kind of see some cool stuff. What's people playing? What's people into? And hearing people sit there and attack another game for what they are championing as the most amazing game. Look, if you're sitting there and you're talking about how amazing Spider-Man is going to be over Starfield, I sit there and shake my head like, are you serious? Like, what are you comparing here? Same thing if you go the other way. If you're trashing Starfield because you get to play Boulder's Gate, you don't get to play it because it's exclusive. You get to play it because there was some issues going on that they are working on, and props to the development team for actually working hard to actually get it up on Xbox. So here's the deal. It, it is stupid. Gamers, don't fall for this crap. Because just like I talked in the beginning of this, all of this is is to get you to like, to get you to comment, to get you to look at their stuff, to get those impressions, so they can hopefully make that little bit of money and make themselves feel good, like they have some kind of power. You ever thought about that? You ever thought about the fact that they might be saying this dumb stuff that they know is stupid, but because you engage with them, they can get a little bit of a residual. They can build their quote-unquote brand up just a little bit more, they know they're saying stuff just to piss you off, but you're actually making them more known. More people are engaging with them. And at the end of the day, they're probably not even playing games. So many of these fanboys have been exposed for having extremely low amount of time played in these games that they are hyping up. Why could that be? Because they care less about the games than they do the online crap. Everybody hides behind the internet. That's what these guys do. There is no battle between Starfield and Boulder's Gate and Spider-Man, which is the best game of the year. There's none of that. Do you know why there's none of that? Because they're three completely different games that have nothing in common. That comparing the three is just dumb. Gamers, this is a dumb war we are seeing, and I implore you to just ignore these people. Hit that block button. Move on. I've seen some really dumb takes today. I've seen a take that said it was a reply to a comment from... GameSpot sending an article out saying, hey, be careful, Starfield spoilers are out there. And this person replied back and was like, huh, we're not worried about it because unlike 
The Last of Us 2, this story game, we actually play our games, and it's like, wow, what did The Last of Us 2 have to do with it? Yeah, The Last of Us 2 had those spoilers that nobody wanted to ruin the game for them, but you know what? I don't think people want the story for Starfield ruined either. It, it, it's almost inconceivable how much hate and drivel is out there. I actually asked somebody on there today as they sat there and decided to say something to the effect of, Starfield wasn't made for PlayStation gamers. It's not third person. It's not a story game. It's not interrupted with just small little combat. No, why? Why can't you just build up the game you're excited about? Why do you have to take a shot at people playing on a different console than you? So gamers, again, this is just my take. But don't get sucked into this. Because I'm telling you, it just it's ruining the gaming community. As somebody that grew up in a time when you didn't talk about gaming because gaming wasn't cool... It sucks now that gaming is one of the coolest things out there, but these people in their desperate need for some kind of recognition want to ruin it for everybody. Gamers, I would love to hear your thoughts on this. TheGraveyardGamerGmail.com, TheGraveyardGamer on Instagram, or TheGraveyardG on Twitter. Till next time, I'll be creeping out of the graveyard.